0: This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9.
1: This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast, celebrating five years this year with our host, Ann Christensen, dining critic and food writer for Milwaukee Magazine, and me, T.J. Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect, on this week's edition of This Bites, we got a lot of things to talk about, including a pop-up at Ruby Tap featuring a world-renowned restaurant, Triciclo Express, the, the Peruvian restaurant. that's taking a little space at Crossroad Collectives, and we have some news about Flower Girl and the Flame, the pizza pop-up, and more. But we can kick it off with some conversations about just cooking. Um, yeah, And um, so, as you know, winter is around the corner, and... I've been trying to slowly transform my place. It's taken slowly into a place where I know I'm going to be working remote in the winter. And winter's going to be a little harsh this year and lonely. Yeah. And I decided to, like, you know what? A cozy little chef's kitchen. You're like, you know, I like cooking, but yeah. I want to do more cooking. Like, I want to be more adventurous. And I feel like it's going to help to deal with the anxiety and depression of what's going to be this long, lonely, winter um because of the pandemic right so uh, i started this process uh like i've been watching these really cool youtube videos and um like chinese dismissify learning about really authentic cuisines from around the world um and i've been ordering a lot of interesting ingredients from amazon and some kitchen gadgets i don't call gadgets i don't like the term gadgets kitchen essentials let's put it that way yeah. Yeah. I've ordered a kitchen scale to be more accurate because I'm getting into baking. I'm going to start baking, learning to bake this year. I love that. And I dabbled, uh, I made bagels the other day. And I don't know the, the funny story is, so I was in bed, like I was comfortable in bed and I was just like watching a video about bagels. And like, I'm going to make some bagels. And so I just woke up, <laughs> put my house slippers on and started making bagels. Wow. And uh, I made uh like. So you boiled i boiled like,
0: them, right? You did boil yeah, them?
1: Yeah. I, yeah, I boiled them. I had yeast, all, the whole thing. I didn't do like the, the malt, whatever, the browning, whatever they put in it, because like, I didn't have that. Um, But I boiled them. I made two flavors. It's kind of a sesame garlic topping, sesame seed garlic topping, and then a furikake topping, which is like I had it all around, which is like. I don't know why people don't do that for bagel topping. It's like a perfect bagel topping, like kind of that Japanese seaweed, sesame. Yeah. Different flavor topping that you put on other things, but it's great on bagels. So I made like eight of them and um, turned out better than I thought it was. I was really proud of myself. And I basically ate five of them back to back <laughs> without cream cheese, without anything. It was just, they were so chewy. They were so, it was just, I was just so like happy. Mm-hmm. Like, so um, but yeah, another day I made uh, a dish, which I'm surprised that no people don't do here. It's a fantastic, it's probably one of my favorite dishes I made. Hananese chicken rice. Have you heard of this dish?
0: I had not heard of it until you posted about it.
1: It's a national dish of Singapore, even though uh-huh. it's dish originated in Hainan, a province in, 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 in China. Uh, but it's a national dish of Singapore because Singapore became this melting pot. Yeah. But basically it's a simple, very simple dish of a uh, gently poached whole chicken um, prepared stuff with scallions and ginger or garlic, whatever. But mostly scallions and ginger. You poach it for like, t- t- you bring it to boil, turn it down, and poach it for 20 minutes. Turn it off, let it sit and marinate and steep in that water. And you cook it down like another 10-15 minutes. Comes out perfectly cooked and just juicy. And then you take that out. You rub it a little with sesame um, oil let it sit then you you make this rice right with like the fat you trimmed off the chicken um with scallions and garlic and you then you put the uncooked rice in that oil stir that cook it down and then put it in your rice cooker i bought a rice cooker by the way i bought a japanese rice i forgot i did that i bought a japanese rice cooker Uh dude i don't know why don't buy a cheap don't buy a cheap rice cooker
0: really is it is it really worth buying a rice cooker as opposed to cooking rice on the stove, which is what I always do? It's speed and ease and, and it cooks it perfectly. Like it's perfectly done.
1: Um, um, and this rice cooker, like, dude, I'm going to eat so much rice during the winter now. I know that. Like this thing is, 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 is gold. So I made this, the rice. Took that rice that's soaked in like chicken fat, and I had some bacon fat. I put a little bacon fat in that fat rice, the scallions, the garlic, the ginger, and I cooked it. Ri- oh my god! And then the broth was just so delicate and this flavorful broth that goes with it.
0: Sounds amazing. So
1: I made this ginger, garlic, scallion dressing, and then this chili dressing with like uh, sambal, olek, and uh, sriracha, and vinegar and lime juice. Delightful, and you just you butcher the chicken once it's done keep the skin intact slice it down and you just go to town with that with some cucumbers so I made that um uh, this weekend I'm gonna be working on some hand pulled noodles called Bian noodles um I'm getting a, like I'm getting my I want to learn to make noodles so probably around Christmas i buy a, a pasta pasta roller
0: uh-huh. yeah
1: um so I'm gonna make noodles this year this winter so yeah I'm really stepping my gang game game and cooking and i'm getting back at like sake my dreams to open a sake brewery by taryn in the next three years so i've been doing research and tasting sake and so yeah that's that's i figure like you know i'm gonna be alone you know don't want to hang out with me so i'm just gonna
0: nobody wants to hang out with anybody right now Tariq. it's you, you we got to be you know safe yeah. right
1: well i mean i'll put a, i'll put on a bodysuit you can hang out with me <laughs> But yeah, that's what I'm doing. Like I figured, like you know, um, I think winter is a time to like dabble in this cooking thing. Like like I'm trying to perfect my skills, get better and better and better. Yeah, I don't know what it means, but it 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 is making me feel like it's it's like a um, antidepressant, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, no, that totally so, makes sense.
1: I know. I don't know what. What? How about you? Are you going to get more in cooking in winter? Like winter, I feel winter's going to be tough. How about you? How about yeah. you? Yeah,
0: but you know, I, I've been doing a lot of really simple things too, and you know, just a ton of sautés, um, a lot of roasting, like roasting chicken, roasting fish um, with like rice and vegetables, and not getting super fancy at all, um, and definitely. I mean, the flavors that I'm doing are much more um, basic and probably um, definitely not Asian. You do a ton of like really cool Asian flavors. I don't have that going on with my food right now, but I'd like to veer in that direction too because I think that sounds really cool. Baking is something that I find really therapeutic too. You've been doing more bagels. Obviously, you're talking about doing... Um, you've talked about doing breads before I've been doing, you know, like cookies, like sweet breads, like more of the sweet, quick breads, um, pizza, pizza dough, pizza crust, you know, that type of thing. Um, I haven't really, been doing like, I haven't done bagels in a really long time.
1: Have you made bagels before? Huh? I've
0: made bagels before and it's making me think I want to, to do them again. Mm. Um, and I haven't really done. I guess not lately. I haven't done like a yeast bread, but that would be fun to do.
1: Cool. Well, let's continue this conversation. Uh, I, I kind of like like, like the where this is going because it's, it's it's kind of fun. We know we yeah. really talk. We haven't done this in a while since so beginning pancake. No. So let's continue this conversation. But, but we're also going to talk about some interesting news happening around Milwaukee in the culinary scene on this bites. We'll be right back. Maybe you can't get comfy pajamas for your whole block or big cookies for the entire neighborhood, but you can give the community a gift this holiday season. When you donate to Radio Milwaukee, you provide connection, culture, and important local resources for thousands of listeners. You can bring neighbors closer through music and stories with a gift today. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org and click the orange heart to give. We're back on this Bites Milwaukee's longest-running culinary food podcast, celebrating five years, and still can't believe it—five years, over five years, been five yeah, years. I
0: know, felt
1: like felt like
0: yesterday. I I, you just it, started, yeah.
1: Just got to know you. Um, <laughs> before we get into like some sort of the stuff happening around Milwaukee, I, I, I was enjoying the conversation about cooking. Like, I don't know, I've been it's, so I've been watching like these YouTube channels. Like, there's really some good ones out there. Really the science and research of great international cuisines and going deep into understanding the flavors and the ingredients and the processes. That's been what I've been watching. There's a guy named Joshua Weissman out of Austin, the chef. You should check out his video. And he has different kind of videos on his channel, right? There's videos where called, but better, where he takes fast food dishes that people love and recreates them in the kitchen in a better way.
0: Oh, like, okay. Yeah.
1: So like, like he does, uh, the Arby's beef and cheddar and like he, he amps it up and like there's a comparison, like, but he also has like just simple techniques and, um, really interesting. Like, cause I'm like learning, I'm more about not the recipe, but the techniques, right. I'm big into now understanding the science of why yeah. it works and w- what we need to do. Cause that allows me to be more creative in my dishes. Mm-hmm. So, I've been watching a lot of YouTube channels like that. And I'll share that on our um, website at RadioMilwaukee.org slash ThisBytes. But, like, some of the things I've got I got a smoking gun. You know what a smoking gun is, right?
0: I explain what it is. I think for, for listeners, they'd love to hear what So, that if is. you
1: like, so smoking gun, it's a, apparently, there's a, you know, commercial version of that for chefs. So, if you want to do like add the kind of that smoky flavor to your dish without, the work of building a smoker or going outside. There's a tool called a smoking gun. There's several brands out there. I guess the most popular one is the Breville. Their Breville is a brand that a lot of chefs and uh, home cooks love. Um, but basically, it looks like a gun, shaped like a gun, hence. But there's like a tube that comes out, kind of a rubber tube. Uh, and on top is a little chamber where you put like these little smoke chips, tiny little smoke chips. And you light it, you turn a fan on, and you can, like, Add the flavor of different types of smoke to any dish sauce you make. You just wrap so it up in cool. a plastic wrap yeah. or a little covering. They have a covering you can buy. I didn't get the covering because I think I'm, I've been spending too much money. <laughs> but you can smoke anything you want, like sauces. And and like if you want to like cook a steak and then we'll add a little smoky flavor, like in the winter, like add a little – or cocktails. People do cocktails with this. You, you get a container – your cocktail, you and like keep the smoke in the container. You open it up for your presentation. And you're like, ooh, fancy, fancy. Um, I'm now a mixologist now. Yay, no, but um, but yeah, that's smoking gun. So it's like different flavors. So I have that. <laughs> um, I got a sous vide. Uh, a, a, a lovely person on Facebook uh, gave me their sous vide.
0: I think that's awesome. You know awesome. sous-vide. You know oh, sous-vide, yeah. Right? Oh, sure. So sure, it's, sure, like sure.
1: A it's like a sous is like a circulation cooker, or whatever. Like it cooks food perfectly, basically. You put it in a pot with water, bag, seal it up, vacuum it, whatever.
0: And then you just set it. You could have probably like rigged something up in your place and not even yeah, had like that. To, to. Yeah, that's
1: just that seemed like work there. Advertise I'm, 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 for one, but yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, I made a steak in there, right? And I, You're you know, I've seen that. the videos. I've seen the videos of these these, these sous vide machines. I'm just like, is this for real? Is this for real? Like, I'm sitting there looking like, I don't know if this really works, right? And I'm watching videos of people using it. And I'm just like, huh. So the one that uh, the, the friend I gave me was a one called the Jewel from Chef Steps, which is a cool website, cool videos as well. Um, they go. They also talk about processes and stuff. And I decided I got it. Let's let's use this thing. So I had it like connected my phone and Wi-Fi. Like it connects, and you like put what you're cooking and how well you want it done. Like there's even a well-done step on there. I don't know why that's there. They should take that off because people should not buy a sous vide and cook their meat well done. <laughs> it seems silly, but anyway, I got a steak. I got a prime rib steak. I decided to buy one and try it out. So what I did, and I took, I have a, a I have a bunch of peppers and seasoning herbs I bought for Amazon as well. So I have some Cheswan peppercorns and some black peppercorns. What I did, I toasted them up, took my other purchase. I got a mortar and pestle I bought a few months ago, ground mm-hmm. it up into a powder, added some uh, kosher salt, kind of browned it in there, and then, then rubbed sesame oil over the steak and then put the, the, uh, the mixture, the pepper mixture, salt-pepper mixture over the steak, sealed it up, let it sit in the refrigerator for like half an hour, brought it out brought it up to room temperature put in the sous vide plugged the numbers in what i wanted i wanted medium rare and it took about 45 minutes took it out it didn't look pretty but it was cooked uh-huh. seared it in the cast iron skillet so got it a crusty added butter uh-huh. some more garlic tossed it in there so i always seared it for like a minute or two on each side came out sliced it that was the most juiciest steak I ever had in my life Seriously, so the flavor
0: cuz t- the bag what, i had sealed it what type of steak did you say that was
1: it was a ribeye bone-in ribeye?
0: Bone-in ribeye,
1: yeah. Yeah, it like oh my god, it was delightful. I mean, sounds it's just, amazing. I don't. I mean, I, I cook steaks before in cast iron skillet, and it's not like I overcook them or anything. they're good, right? But this every bite was consistently like you know how you cook a steak in the middle, it's medium rare, then the ends get well. Just because how you know science works in mm-hmm. the skillet. All edges were all the same consistent throughout the whole steak that's and perfect it was just juicy and that flavor just took time to just meld in that szechuan pepper the black peppercorn the sesame oil just enhanced that steak so much and you seared it with a little butter it just became this flavor bomb of just meaty textured juiciness yeah that was fantastic so the sous vide is great i recommend it so okay. you don't have one do you no you one. no no yeah, it's great. Um, so I have some pork belly. So I'm gonna do sous vide pork belly. I'm doing some pork belly buns. I'm gonna make the steam buns from scratch. Um, it's probably when a are- weekend project. It's probably this weekend. I gotta cook the okay. pork. But I gotta cook the pork belly tomorrow. Because I need to find oh.
0: out when to to get my curbside pickup.
1: Oh, I bought the funny thing is I bought like, here's the thing. I went to uh, the grocery store, so I bought all these like containers to like if I want to make stuff for people. So I got these little bento disposable bento boxes. Oh, and like sauce cups. Sauce cups. You know, you get like a sushi at like grocery store sushi.
0: Where did you get these?
1: It was like, you know, Metro Market. Oh, okay. Sure. You know, so I have like ten containers. So I was going to do the Hainese chicken and I was like, nah. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. I might make a Hainese chicken again and do it. But like these containers have like different compartments. So I was gonna think about doing that for people, you know. You know, maybe maybe you if you're nice enough to invite me to any of your little cooking experiments for the magazine, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, my cook, yeah. My experiments here at my place, you mean?
1: No, for your magazine, like you do, I assume you do like, you know, like when you do fancy charcuterie boards or you try different things, like you can, you can invite me.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Another thing I got, I've been getting to sake again. So I, 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 I said I have a three year goal to be open a sake brewery. I'd be the goal is to be apparently I'd be, if I do this, I'd be the first black person in the world to own a sake brewery. If I do this. So I have this book, sake Bible, and I've been researching sake. And I think that's the next thing I'm going to do this winter is to learn how to make home brew sake. So it's all about fermentation. So that's what probably I was going to do. I'm going to get in January and February. I'm going to get into fermentation and like pickling
0: interesting yeah
1: red onions and doing a lot of those kind of stuff so yeah like it's it's been fun like I got like I got all these fancy plates not really fancy but like these cool little bowls for rice and like broth and like these small rectangular plates for display and I wish I had someone special in my life to like share this with but you know people don't want to hang out with me that's cool Oh three. <laughs> but anyway enough about like what I'm cooking and doing Let's get into some news about Milwaukee. How about that? Let's do that. Let's do it. Um, First up, the folks over at Egg and Flower and and Ruby Bagels are partnering up this Sunday, December 6th, for a really cool benefit to help raise money for a great organization, Ayuda Mutua Milwaukee MKE, uh, that helps underserved communities, Latinx communities with special needs and all that kind of stuff. Really cool organization. Definitely check them out. They'll be uh, selling fresh take-home pasta and a variety of four-pack of bagels with all of the money raised going straight to this amazing organization. This Sunday, 11 to 4, Egg and Flour, Bayview. Yep. So, uh, show some support there. Next, uh, for those who miss uh, some good African cuisine, there's some news. Uh, Emmy's African Cuisine. Uh, is open for takeout in Milwaukee. So they're sharing a space uh, to do this with Mr. Dye's Pies on the Northwest side. And most people are familiar with Emmys if you've gone to like music festivals or farmer's markets. Mm -hmm. But now you can get it like lunch and dinner, uh, takeout. Um, And so the menu is really cool. Uh, You can get Sambusa's, you get a two-piece Sambusa's, which I love Sambusa's. Uh, or your 12-piece sambusas. So if you're crazy like me, I'll probably get the 12-piece Sambusa and just sit there in <laughs> bed with crumbs and lonely I love, sambusas. I love
0: sambusas.
1: Then they have Bajia, B-A-J-I-A, which is potatoes dipped in chickpea flour and spices. Then on entree side, you can get smoked jerk chicken and a vegetable stew, goat curry. Yes, goat curry. Love goat. Uh, chicken curry mixed with spinach and a mixed veggie stew and a chickpea bean stew as well. Uh, they also have combo plates and sides like mixed greens, collards, and spinach, some flatbread. Um, so, yeah, you can order it ahead. I think you can get it, like, deliver it through DoorDash. Isn't that, isn't that right?
0: Yeah. we. I, I just determined that you can actually, yeah, you can actually order on DoorDash.
1: Yeah. So, if you need your African cuisine fix, there you go. Emmy's African Cuisine, available now. Not just at festivals and farmer's market, but anytime you want within within their hours availability of course um next uh, there's a pop-up happened at ruby tap ruby tap the wine bar right you, you've been there right yeah you've been there uh, Yeah, tap.
0: it's out in wauwatosa although though they had one in in mequon too i think if they still have that one
1: oh huh. um so mm-hmm. their their news happened and reported on milwaukee that uh they're doing a collaboration pop-up with the uh, world-renowned restaurant Alinea in Chicago, like, winner of like so many freaking awards, was once yeah. known as the best restaurant in the world. They're doing a pop-up um, uh, from uh, December 11th, December 18th, and December 19th. They were offered five different meal options with add-ons and available for pickup. They'd be like, like take home and heat up kind of meals. Uh, and then you can pair your wine, pair your meals with wine, of course, from Ruby Tap. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, not right now, um, they'll be available for doing pickup from 3 to 5 p.m. They have a roast chicken dinner, which features a pan-roasted half chicken, creamy Dijon mustard, roasted garlic scallop potatoes, and a turtle cheesecake tart. Uh, then uh, there's a seared scallops dinner.
0: Seared seed scallops.
1: it's citrus cured seared diver scallops uh you have to sear. you have to do the quick sear at home Mm -hmm. so be careful um don't overcook them nothing worse than overcooked scallops Oh, oh my god yeah um with the rosemary scented orzo kalamata olives roasted peppers and parmesan a brioche bread pudding with cranberries and candied orange and an eggnog sauce yeah and then uh, coming up out of that, they have a thing called the Alps, which is, features a pan-fried pork-chopped schnitzel uh, with red rind-braised cabbage, German dog chocolate cake. And then Sicily is following that with a slow-braised pork shoulder and a spicy, spicy tomato sauce. Next, Tricyclo. You wrote about these guys. They make some great empanadas. And-
0: They've got an express location in Crossroads Collective
1: yeah so if you're like need that peruvian fix and you don't want to drive too far they're in the crossroad collective mini micro food hall along with uh egg and flour and uh heaven's table and crossroad collective had their own delivery service um i don't know how far it goes i know it goes to where i live but you can get it delivered take out carry out but uh, it's there you can get them now you get hot empanadas they have mini empanadas um, so they have salads. You can get a ceviche de pupo, which is a steam octopus, sweet potato, red onion, black olive sauce, micro cilantro, lime. That sounds really good, except for the olives. I'm sorry. I just don't like olives. I just don't. I try. I try I to like olives. I know. There's one place. I did have an olive dish at, uh, Iron Horse. Was it Iron Horse Hotel? No, it was an Iron Horse. Yeah, it was an Iron Horse Hotel. It was a while ago. And they had these marinated olives. I enjoyed that. You like the olives. Yeah. There was the only time I had, like, wow, this is good. I don't know why I can't get an olives. I like, they look so delicious. When you see an olive bar, you're like, dude, that looks so good. And I, I don't know why. I, can't. I love dirty martinis. I love olive juice for some strange reason. but the olive, it's a weird thing, right? It's kind of like people have like people like can't eat ketchup, but like tomatoes or vice versa. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's the same yeah. thing, right? Like I love olive juice, but anyway. Uh empanada flavors include beef, chicken, corn and cheese, sweet potato. This is all at the crossroad collective going on right now. Flower Girl in the Flame has some news, Ann,
0: right? Yeah. Um, Flower Girl in the Flame. Well, if you think about who Flower Girl is um Dana Spandit. She is the head chef of the um catering company Tall Guy in a Grill. And she'd been doing these pop-up pizzas, wood-fired pizzas, all summer. And she was doing them at Alice's Garden. And um, now she's opening a pizzeria restaurant in West Dallas. It's going to be on 81st and National. Um, And uh, she's actually thinking what she's going to do is she's going to not only have pizzas, because there's going to be a wood-burning pizza oven there, but... um, perhaps having breads, different challah breads, bialis, focaccia, things like that. Um, but it's supposed to be from, from what is being reported, it's going to be the only piece of cooking equipment in the restaurant. So whatever she can do on that wood burning oven, um, mm-hmm. she's going to be doing all the cooking on that. Um,
1: keeping it simple. I like keeping it. it.
0: Real simple. It's going to have like 15 to 20 seats. Including a chest table. Do you remember when you could actually sit inside a restaurant comfortably without being fearful of being too close to somebody else?
1: Sitting inside a restaurant. What yeah. That seems that seems like a weird idea to do. Like I never heard of people sitting in a restaurant. Did people used to do that?
0: Yeah. Just, Isn't that I amazing?
1: I don't remember that.
0: I know. I know. I know. Um, so um it's gonna take a little while um for this to to actually be uh, you know, converted into a, this restaurant space, and uh, in the meantime, though, Flower Girl is actually doing um, kind of a pop up over at Zocalo Food Park yep. on December twelfth and thirteenth. Um, I don't know if you saw this on on Instagram, but I I noticed they were, that she's also selling these hala. calling them holiday horchata French toast kits, um, huh. which is pretty fun. Um, if you go to Instagram and, and follow Flower Girl and Flame, you can you can learn about that um that really cool French toast kit. Um but she's been a busy lady.
1: It just turns out I was reading this over the journal So Note, like uh, the place used to be a sm- a smokehouse, a butcher. And there's a smokehouse in the building's basement.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And she hopes to one day use that smokehouse again. So that sounds interesting. Yeah. So cool. Congratulations to um flower girl in the flame um finally um just real quick Dairyland, which i have not been to looks great because it's far out i'm too lazy to drive but Dairyland, old-fashioned hamburgers is a uh, zocalo zocalo food park so now i can get my fix of just classic hamburgers and cheese curds and
0: Onion, uh, we're at
1: zocalo yeah. yeah so they're at zocalo now so zocalo is becoming this little hot spot because zocalo now has those um we talked, let we talk about That's them. We talked about them. Right? Yeah, those greenhouses. Um, and I think like Brian's still doing those uh, pop-ups or will be doing his pop-ups or they started those pop-ups already. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you can get to Brian's cocktail kind of fix, uh, Tom and Jerry fix and get some Dairyland old fashioned hamburgers as well at Zocalo. I love Zocalo. Zocalo is cool.
0: It is very cool.
1: Very cool. It needs to be in River West, but it's cool. That's cool.
0: Maybe you should start a food park in a River West, to
1: No, I got I got a lot of things on my plate. I'm doing a sake brewery. Oh, Come that's on, that's like, I can't do all that. I gotta do all that. Do. I'm like
0: yeah. I'm trying to learn. My, I'm trying to get my skills up. I and know. And you're videing and you've got you know. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 I, got, I got. Yeah. Time for that. You got a lot going on. You're making bagels. Yeah.
1: See, these people like realize I'm making all this stuff. They should realize like I'm making it because I don't want to drive anywhere. So if you want if you want my business, you need to move, you need to set up in River West. You yeah. <laughs> That's basically what it is. Like, where'd I have to go? Yeah, I'm not getting my car. I'm gonna just make it. <laughs> anyway, that wraps up uh this edition of This Bites. Uh This Bites is edited by Kitty Perez. Handcrafted Sonic Inspiration comes with a licensed lab with support from Society of Insurance and Generosity from our membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This spites. Find us on NPR, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Remember, feedback's important. So please rate and review. And as always, and stay hungry. And keep the Malort cold.